I really want to ask now, which Reload album do you like better, Metallica or Tom Jones? <laughs> I think that's your Twitter poll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she drives me crazy like no one If I could imagine anybody singing that song, it's Aaron Neville. Right? I don't know why. No, because the can, yeah, it's just the way, it's a high-pitched falsetto. I mean, like, it makes perfect sense to me. Tom Jones is not the one that I think of. But that's what makes it good, yeah, right? To be, to be fair, how often is Tom Jones the one you think of? That's also fair. Hmm. I need legal advice For what happened based upon that night Welcome to a brand new episode of the Worst Song Ever podcast. I am your host on this podcast, Jason. I am joined by our other two podcast hosts, Mike and Jeremy. J- Jeremy and Michael, how are you guys doing tonight? I found out that there's an album called Reload, not just by Metallica, but also by Tom Jones. And honestly, I haven't heard all of it. I'm looking forward to listening to all of it much more than I probably look forward to listening to Metallica Reload. So... I are. haven't gotten a full rundown. Like, is he the only one on the album? It sounded like tons of people were on this album. No, I, I think it's like the duets album from like. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of re- yeah duets with him and and uh, Tony Bennett, you know, kind of style. But it's. Uh, yeah. Oh, so he sings on every song and then yes. he has random people help him sing said song. Yes. But it's, um, it's a who's who of pop music in 1999 is what it is. But it's also not their songs either. Yeah. So it's like. Him joining with somebody else to sing a song that neither of them have anything to do with. Just looking at the track listings, what song are you looking forward to the most? Uh, definitely the one with Portishead, which is Motherless Child, which I don't believe is a Portishead song. It really could be. I don't know a lot of the names of Portishead songs. I just know I love listening to Portishead now and then. That's definitely the uh, duet that I would not put with Tom Jones ever. I mean, there, there's a lot of good ones in here, or at least like potentially good. We got the Bare Naked Ladies. We've got Robbie Williams, who are, is usually underrated in America for pop, but amazing yep. in the UK normally. Mm-hmm. Is that Natalie Imbruglia? Yes. Wow, she was big for about a year in the 90s. Which coincides with this album. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Van Morrison's on here. I mean, like this is this is going to be fun. I, I literally will listen to this probably tomorrow. And I may decide afterwards I never want to listen to a full Tom Jones album ever again. That could happen, but we'll see. <laughs> After it's over with on Twitter, um, at, and you can follow us at Worst Song Pod on Twitter. Will you tell us? Uh, we are you going to give a review or like? I mean, do you live tweet my impressions of it as I listen to it? Yes. <laughs> I want it. Yes, I want to hear yeah, all, yeah. all of it, but I don't want to ever listen to the songs. I just right. want to have your impressions. I just want to know. Yeah. All right. So my, I have a legal question. I saw this online. Um, it's the, there's a subreddit I follow. It's uh, we are music makers and this kid, I'm guessing it's a kid. Uh, the, the title of, of the post on Reddit was my neighbor is a farmer. I sampled his cows. Can he sue me? <laughs> no. As like, I mean, as a, uh, you know, a dad joke, I'm like, how exactly did he sample his cows? Like uh, flavor wise or, um, um, but apparently he watched, you know, the farmer watched this kid walk around a farm with a microphone. I was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, he knows my name. Can he take my song? That's, 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 that's a good question, but no. That is a way uh, better legal question that I've been able to come up with. Yeah, Jeremy. So, uh, and I, I'm pretty confident in that answer. 
Well, there was a whole argument. I, I didn't look into it. Maybe you heard about it. it. Was there was that photographer who went out that, into that, the forest? That's exactly what I was thinking of. The where the monkey or whatever it was picked up the he picked up his camera and took a selfie. Just I assume by accident, but on whether or not he had the copyright of that. And court said no, he didn't. He did not own. I, like that was crazy. Uh, to I have me. a question. Does the monkey hold the copyright then? No public domain i believe is what they ruled that to be yeah basically that no one had rights to it because so the monkey can't people give consent. could use it they didn't require his consent to do anything with it and the guy's wow. argument was well if i wasn't out there with the camera the monkey never could have taken the photo it was a great argument i mean it's it's a fascinating question but i i love the, that somewhere in america i'm guessing it's america maybe it's not america hell i don't know somewhere on this planet there's a kid wondering whether or not somebody's going to steal his song that has samples of cows in it i love that there's somewhere in america somebody running around sampling cows <laughs> if you were to sample a cow in a song could you make it as the beat like how would you do it jeremy uh, i have no idea since uh what what mike does is magic to me. I mean, I guess with a moo moo here and a moo moo there, but I mean, a moo moo here, here a moo there. Wow! I swear to God, I didn't think of that. Uh huh. This whole conversation was a setup for that, wasn't it? Yeah. Could you do that as a baseline though? If you slow it, I think it depends on the moo and and you know, is it something you can elongate easily? Is it something you can pitch shift? I mean, like you could probably make a moo in a baseline. I don't think that's super difficult i'm not sure i would be great at it right away because i don't need a lot of sampling but i mean i was also thinking about making it kind of like a chorus you know when you do oohs and ahs but you have moos yeah. <laughs> for some reason i was thinking a Sinead o'connor song would be perfect for that i don't know why i think that's sexist dude nothing no, nothing compares to moo yeah <laughs> see he's getting it you set him up i'm gonna knock him down so follow here's my next question what modern day actor would you like to see make an album Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L. Jackson. Both of those are really good. I'm surprised Samuel L. Jackson doesn't have a record. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't surprise me if he does. What genre does Samuel L. Jackson do it? Is it spoken word? (laughs) It's just him reading, go to sleep, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Spoken motherfucking word. (laughs) Yeah. He's on uh, Spotify. Oh, this is just clips from his movies, though. What about like an artist who did it in the 80s and would do it again now. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks seems Tom Hanks seems like the kind of guy who would have like here's my album of trumpet solos. See, I was thinking like, like new metal, <laughs> but it's like Limp Biscuit, Tom Hanks, Corn, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the trilogy. This actually reminds me of something. I wasn't going to ask this question, but I was having a bad day the other day and for some reason I woke up in the morning and I thought to myself, I don't think my day is going to get any better if I do anything that I like. So I'm going to put on Limp Biscuit right now just because like maybe I can get myself out of this funk. Like, what, what, was it just one just, of those days? It'll, it'll just take my, when yes. you don't want to wake up. It just take my mind off of it. Like, do you guys ever think to yourself, I need to play some really shitty music? No. Um, <laughs> not particularly. Although I like this. So it's the idea, basically, I'm going to play really bad music. That way I know this is the worst point of my day and it can only get better. 
Yeah, I think I don't really know what my rationale was, but it was like, I know I'm not like if I play something I like, I'm not going to be in a better mood. And so let's try something different at minimum. Were you laughing at yourself a lot at least? I was thinking about telling you guys this. And so that at least gave me <laughs> joy. I was like, I'm going to tell go. the guys that I listened to Limp Biscuit this morning. Was it all? For, was it the Nookie? It was It was definitely off the Chocolate Starfish album. We've given them way more airtime than they deserve. We should move on. Wait, I have to ask this question. Do you still own the Ninja Star that I gave you? I do. <laughs> yeah, I've still, I've still got mine somewhere around here. Is that the dumbest gift anybody's ever given you? I mean, I don't know what d- dumbest. It is a very unique gift. It, it was unique and had more thought put into it than other gifts I have been given. Yeah, it was uh, like, I feel like if I ever want to participate in the mall ninja shit subreddit, I can. Yeah. Wait, there's a a mall ninja shit subreddit? What, what <laughs> there's, is there's, on there's a There's a subreddit. Just, just, just. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just assume that there's one. Okay. Um. Have you ever used your ninja stars? Well, okay. The the question that begs is, what's their intended use? Throwing. I mean, is it to is it to fight <laughs> evil ninjas? <laughs> I was gonna say throwing or, or evil samurai. The, if you run into Rocksteady and Bebop, <laughs> yeah, the Shredder shows up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Sh- yeah, Shredder shows up, and you've got to defend April's honor. In that case, no, I have not. <laughs> I have definitely thrown it at something to see how it would go. I am not good at throwing ninja stars. What I learned after one attempt, no one died <laughs> yet. That's a start. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we. I'm sure we can fix that. I mean, if axe throwing is a thing in bars, I don't see why ninja star throwing isn't. Other than the fact that they're easily um, put in your pocket and um, thrown yeah. among the public. That's why you get but, hilariously you know. huge ninja stars for the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> is this our new bar idea? Yeah. Sure. Giant ninja star throwing. Giant ninja what star. What could throwing. go wrong? <laughs> I mean, it can't go any worse than axe throwing, and that's a thing. <laughs> I think you or might at least be it wrong. was a thing. A at ninja star is sharp on way more edges, way more percent of the overall surface area than an axe is. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's why you can charge more. Wired. Or not. I had a question. All right, so this is a song, right? It's called the Monster Mash. So it's a song about monsters dancing, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What song are the monsters listening to while they're dancing? Because it's oh, not the Monster, Monster Mash, Mash. Because it's a song about that event. I mean, they they could be dancing to Buddy Holly. They could be dancing to Monster Buddy Holly or something. We don't know. This came up at work today, and it blew my mind. <laughs> For some reason, I'm thinking uh, uh, Anagata Davida is the song that they're dancing to. I don't know why, but I that's think just chronologically that doesn't yeah, that work doesn't out. Work out. Yeah. I like your style though. Yeah. It's just the first thing that came to my mind. The point is what the monsters were mashing to. Do you want to write that song? What kind of music would make a monster mash? I mean, that's that's the question we need to answer. I, I don't know. One thing I'm asked, thinking about now is what if it wasn't a dance, but it was actually they were cooking dinner and mashing potatoes. And there was a, there's also a dance called the mashed potato. Whoa. <laughs> this got deep. <laughs> All right, what uh, what topic do you want? Or is the entire topic a song with a moo in it? About moo-moos. I was thinking the Monster Mash with moos, but I have no idea. <laughs> I was thinking the Monster Mash, but with <laughs> moos. Uh, that is an interesting set of options. 
noises. What's happening? That poor cow. <laughs> if you ask, you don't want to know. Uh, the point is, we can we, we have some sound effects. We can make that happen. <laughs> we can make that happen. We were talking about people who make uh who make songs. And a topic in our list is WWE entrance music. And for some reason, I love the idea of a cow being prominently featured in some sort of WWE entrance music. We pick one of ourselves as the um, wrestler and we write a whole song about how great Jeremy is as a wrestler. Yeah. I have a feeling the song might be about me. Well, to be fair, you're the only one that has... You're the only one that has wrestled professionally of the three of us, I believe. Semi-professionally. I was more thinking about, has there already been a wrestling entrance song with a moo in it? Because, like, there's totally a non-zero chance. Yeah, there's definitely a non-zero chance that that's the case. We're going to do wrestling entrance music, possibly with or without a moo, about either Jeremy or Jason. No, there's no possibly on this. There has to be a cow involved somehow. Okay, there is a cow involved. I accept this challenge. All right, that's our that's our topic: WWE entrance music with a cow. All right, if you've never listened to the podcast before, um, Mike is the musical talent, and Jeremy. What and are I, you doing with your life? Yeah, why? <laughs> How did you end up here? Tell yeah. us on Twitter at yeah. Song Pod and <laughs> on MySpace. Yeah. Don't, don't forget to check out our MySpace page. Angel Fire coming soon. Yeah. So. <laughs> GeoCities coming 2026. All right, Jeremy and I will try and create them off track. We will create a song um, that's around a minute or two minutes long. We'll finish it in about an hour. Now it is time for the montage. It's time for the montage. One of the issues is basically within the first, what, three seconds, you have to be able to go, oh, shit. That's Jason's music. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's what the, the cow's for, right? So we're just going to open on the cow? Because now that you bring that out. Well, within I, I'd the like first it. three seconds. Yeah, yeah now, now that you're bringing that up, I, I, I feel like what am I even been doing so far? Yeah. Yeah, it just starts with that. I don't need Bananas. Oh, bananas. Here he comes. <laughs> I don't know why old bananas make sense to me. I thought you said bonanza, and I was laughing my ass off. Oh, that's too I'm not sure which is better. I think think bonanza is better, but maybe I'm wrong. For some reason, that that moo reminds me of Girl You Know It's True by Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know it's true. (laughs) Jeremy, what would you like to see this song feature? It needs a little uh, funky bass underneath it. Does it need lyrics? It just just punctuates itself with the moo. There's going to be lyrics in some way. I just don't know what they're going to be like yet. Right now, I'm trying to get like a a wrestling entrance music vibe with me, and it's not working very well yet. So. Okay. It sounds so like terrible. they're beating the hell out of a cow. <laughs> that seems like a very wrestler yeah, like, thing to do. Hailing from Mason City, Oklahoma, it's the <laughs> farmer. So if I tell you that I think my wrestler's name is Ringworm, how do you feel about that? Do, do cows get Ringworm? They do now. And they must. <laughs> right? I'm, not go- I'm not Googling that. 
because I don't want to see that. I'm, I'm a big fan of how how part how parts of this turn out. I really like. <laughs> Do you want to share with the class which part? Yeah. I mean, these moves have basically transformed into instruments at this point. It's amazing. So that was more what I was looking for. All right. I'm going I'm to record a, a vocal here. We're going to see how it goes. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> the best part is there's no reason why there needs to be a cow there. I'm pretty happy with it. <laughs> I don't love I don't love my ringworm at the end, but I think it kind of makes the song. <laughs> Is the cow too subtle? Should we add more cow? It's like more cowbell, but without a cow without the bell. <laughs> I've got a fever. And the only thing that can cure me is more cow. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Have you thought about a montage? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about a montage? Welcome back from that awesome montage. That was our WWE entrance music. Or, God, I don't even want to say it. Music. Um, wow. <laughs> he went there, folks. I couldn't help it. Uh, uh, should we call it W? I mean, I, I still, to this day, feel a little weird calling it WWE. Um, just because I watched before they got sued by the World Wildlife um, Federation. Or whatever it's called. Foundation. The thing I'll say about this song that you often say is it's not long which makes it good right well if you hate it it's over quickly and it, there's really no way to write a long entrance song is that right there are some that are longer a lot of times what you really want is about a 35 second maybe 45 second like pop and then i mean some of this changed i guess like in the late 90s probably early 2000s which i quit watching wrestling around that time i, I mean i still know a little bit about it but because it used to be you wanted long enough music to get to the ring. And yep. then they changed it where you want music that you, so you can do a crowd pop at the top of the ramp, get down to the ring, and then maybe do a couple of poses like on turnbuckle or whatever. And But usually by the time you're in the ring, it's actually more like looping just an instrumental part of the song. Like if there's lyrics or if there's you know major instrumentation or whatever, it just kind of fades out into like an endless coda that they can just fade out whenever they want when it's, you know, your yeah. cut. Um, you know, if there's pyrotechnics, they're all the beginning, that kind of stuff. So. Was there para- pyrotechnics with this song in your uh, brain? I was imagining more like, okay, you remember in like Monty Python when they take a cow and they put it in a catapult, right? And then they launch it. Well, that's what I was imagining. Instead of like pyrotechnics, we just launch a cow via a catapult. I wonder if I could get out of the catapult, like in, in to the ring via catapult. Well, I think they generally don't do a lot of over the top of the ring uh, ar- ar- acrobatics anymore. Um like ever coming since. in on a skyhook or whatever. Yeah. Ever since there was a problem with that, you know, rest in peace, Owen. So. Oh, well, I don't even know that one. I was thinking uh, mankind falling through the hell in the cell. I don't really know. Oh yeah. That was, no. that was later. Okay. So I don't have a ton of questions until after the song is over with. I say we get to the song and then ask a couple questions and then bounce out of the sucker. What do you think? Do it. All right. Enough talk. Let's go. Let's debut. The worst song ever. It's WWE entrance music. Nelson's fuller than fried chicken. In the barnyard, you'll find me kicking. 
junkyard tough. So step on up, step on up, step on up. Alright, so the the first thing that I think of is that beat reminds me so much of your uh, fidget spinner NASCAR song. Is that true or is it is it remotely the same beat? I don't think it's remotely the same beat, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> my favorite part was um, where you pause before you say your butt. That my, that's also my favorite part of the song. <laughs> I don't know. It it feels very old school to me. It feels very like Sergeant Slaughter would say that sort of thing, even though I didn't watch wrestling when Sergeant Slaughter was around. It just feels like an old an old timey sort of deal. I just like that the accurate or no. The end of the line was not the like the end of the rhyme was not the end of the line. So <laughs> it was, you know, Nelson's fuller than fried chicken, which Nelson's fried chicken is a thing that was a pretty popular thing in the midwest growing up so that's why that came to mind um in your in the barn you'll find me kicking was the, you know rhyme with chicken and then it was uh your butt <laughs> that came out later which I liked. do you think this song inspire would inspire me as a wrestler to win a match are you a jobber or a winner well that sounds like a very personal question <laughs> to ask well, I mean, if you, okay, so imagine you're standing behind the curtain, right? You're, the, the lights go dim. Uh-huh. And then you hear this. <laughs> then it goes, and you just like, like the pyro pops, the cow gets launched out of a catapult. Like you're, you know, like it's, it's all for you and the crowd is just, ah, it's Ray War. We're so excited about Ray War. I mean, like when you, when you be hyped, when you be ready, you be jacked. I mean, I will, I will bring the noise. I will bring the pain. I will bring the enthusiasm for the people. I'm not sure that will do it, but I guess can it, you do it's a all about context. Promo interview as ringworm. I think that would be that would that's what can, would complete this contest or this uh, this contest this this uh, podcast. The thing I think about a lot. One of my favorite wrestling interviews was the one where The Rock um, hosted SNL. Did you ever see that? He had a whole skit Maybe. where um, he <laughs> it was like going, it was mental warfare to the extreme. He was like, where he made a guy um, cat. He was like, I catfished your ass with your own daughter. It was like, oh my god, that is terrible. It was like, I, I will break you. Yet. Yeah, like it, it got so bad. Yeah, it got <laughs> any any sort of like me trying to do this is it will essentially devolve into that and i don't feel like that that is good or healthy for anyone i usually end up with Um, like macho man doing the cream of the crop where he takes the little (laughs) creamer and dances it around his head because god he's coked out of his mind yeah i mean we are um i mean i didn't i haven't told you this but we're um this summer we were a part of a csa and i went to the csa and picked up our veggies and they had habaneros that weren't spicy. They were bred to not be spicy. And so what's the point of habaneros not spicy? So you can taste the flavor, I'm guessing. Or you could do what I do and um take a video of yourself and say, I'm doing the habanero challenge. And then you take bites of it and pretend like it's super spicy and then start huffing and puffing and 
then texted to my brother-in-law just to see if I can get him to challenge me back. And his response was, you sound just like Ric Flair because (laughs) me pretending like it was super, super spicy. Like he totally bought it a hundred million percent. He totally bought it. Like I did that thing that, you know, where I get like really red in the face and, and like hyperventilate a little bit. And it was, yeah, it was definitely after that I had to do the, you know, the plane riding, you know, that whole, that whole thing followed by the woo. Yeah. It was a lot of woos in my, yeah. um, pretending to fly and freestyling. Yeah. Yeah. Me pretending me, uh, spicy habanero peppers. So, wow. That's a story I forgot all about until this moment. So um, you're welcome for that. <laughs> Jeremy said he went to bed. So I don't even know where we were going. <laughs> going well, I think that. we were trying to figure out if you were going to be inspired to, you know, wrestle from this song. And then I was saying you should cut a promo. Okay. Question then. If you're a wrestler, you know, Hulk Hogan had the Hulkamaniacs. What are Ringworms fans called? <laughs> all right, Parasites. <laughs> I actually really like it. <laughs> They're my parasites. It's pretty great. Like it, I'd be a really good heel. Yeah. You know, and all my but fans. I like the like, fans love you. Oh, the yeah. Entire time. Because they can't get rid of you. You're ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some topical ointment. You could yeah. maybe there's some, some abatement you could do. But really, yeah. there's almost yeah. nothing. Yeah. Should have washed your hands better. I will be with you for the rest of your yeah. life. oh you're the ringworm and i'm the ointment come here should we have told more of a story or i don't think we should i think we're telling the story right now yeah i think you're very right you're very right the other thing was should we have picked somebody else to write a song about was i the right one could it have been you i mean if anybody was going to be a wrestler on the out of the three of us it was gonna be you Oh man, I just love the idea of jumping off the top ropes. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, here's the deal. Can we, what I was thinking was if we picked a real wrestler, we could then sell the song to the wrestler and then profit. Right. If we're really thinking about getting big. Well, most wrestlers don't own their own identities. And so you'd have to actually sell it to WWE entertainment, which would be really difficult because their lawyers are very nasty and they would probably give you some type of cease and desist for writing a song about one of their likenesses. Seems like a question for Jeremy. I know Um, legal shit comes up on here more than I expect, honestly, (laughs) but like, if you wanted to do like AEW or like a lesser known, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm all about it. Foundation. What's the thing? Like, uh, wrestling company. You might be better. Federation. I don't know. All right. So the last question, you were talking about writing a saga. Yeah. What does a saga look like to you? Well, I was just thinking we could have a lot of storyline because, again, my knowledge of professional wrestling is vast. And we could have you like, like, what if you were a character that was like never on any pay-per-views or you were only at house shows and that way no one can di- like dispute that you did or did not exist ever. I like this. And then we write you like through all these storylines, like all these feuds that were famous and you were like you were the tipping point I'm trying to think about what movies there are like when there's like, you know, they have all these pictures of all these famous events and somebody does a lot of like detective work and they see that the same person's behind all the, like in, in the photo for all of them. I'm sure I, it's a movie trope, right? It's a thing that happens. And I was thinking like, we could do that for wrestling where like, you know, I was there when the mega powers exploded. I was there when Andre, when Hulk slammed Andre, you know, I was there when the NWO came into town, you know, like 
that actually could be a, <laughs> a medium mediumly decent song you know like, like with it's kind of like sympathy for the devil only it's about wrestling and you're not the devil you're the ringworm i'm the ringworm I'm going to give you cauliflower ear. You think ringworm was ever a name actually used in wrestling? Because like, that seems like a 99% chance. Yes. I don't, I don't even know where it came from. Um, I, 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 all I, I was sitting in a bar many years ago with a buddy of mine and we just thought it would be funny if my wrestling name was ringworm. I don't remember any details past that because I was probably a little drunk. Well, looking up ringworm wrestling gets you a lot of you can get ringworm from wrestling, yes. but it does not bring up a character. I'm going to click on images. Yep, that was a mistake. Uh, I don't think anybody's <laughs> dumb enough to name themselves ringworm is really what it like. Who I don't wants believe to you. Be We're talking ringworm. about professional wrestling. Who wants to be that, though? It doesn't matter if that's your gimmick that gets you in. That's what you do. Look at all yeah. these gimmicks from the 80s and 90s. They were racist. They were sexist. They were terrible. John Cena was a robot for a while. I don't even understand. Like he was a cyborg. How many people died from the undertaker? I mean, what about Hakeem, the African dream who two weeks ago was a one man gang. Like, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't any make any this. sense. <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think back to the song though. You know, what's cool about this song? It's over quickly that, well, okay. Yeah, let's accept it. <laughs> what's what it has five moves in it i really like the fact that you synthesize the first moo i feel like it's not over the top like it's it's pretty subtle it's somehow slightly less corny <laughs> i mean not enough to redeem it in really any meaningful way <laughs> no it's not a good song no no <laughs> I mean, like, so part of me thinks if I sat there and mixed it for a while, I could make it sound a little better because the mix is not great. Um, I particularly noticed that using two different pairs of headphones for this, like, it was very different. And I ended up throwing away parts of it a couple times, but y'all didn't hear part of that because it wasn't working very well. But the point is, it's a bad song, but it's short. It gets to the point. In and out. I say we call it. All right. All right. Well, I want to thank, who are we following? Also, I guess this is actually the last question. We were going to decide what professional wrestler we were going to follow on Twitter. What wrestler do you think is interesting on Twitter? I have no idea. I mean, I think I, think I honestly follow at least one wrestler on Twitter already. The, the most interesting is probably going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I but think it's going to be mostly PR. Too mainstream. That's too yeah, mainstream. Yeah, you want, you want a guy whose publicist isn't running the, the account, but they're running the account. Do you have a favorite non popular wrestler like i always really like the high flying guys like the um the lucha hardy brothers i don't are they are they good people are they the bad hardy people? brothers like I, I thought they were fun to watch ray mysterio yeah he was fun to watch but i would imagine if we follow him on twitter everything he does is in spanish and maybe that's better <laughs> that's on brand for us i mean chris jericho might be a good follow i mean he's your hockey buddy I mean, I like a lot of the older people, so which a lot of them are dead, so that doesn't work out super well for me. Although we follow other dead people, so maybe I'm yeah. full of crap. But uh, yep. okay, the Undertaker has a Twitter account. That's that's who it is. That's who we're doing. And why? Just give me a why. Well, because so the guy who plays Undertaker, Mark, Mark Calloway, I believe is his name, um, would not break character 
for like 25 years. And so like you would never do interviews as Mark. You would never talk about the business. It was always, if you want to talk, you were talking to Undertaker. And like even all the wrestlers backstage, they just call him Take or they call him Taker. Like very few of them like really knew him as Mark from what I understand. Like there, there was a whole series on this recently. It was a five-part series. It was amazing. All right, let's do it. I'm a little bit like impressed with being that committed to your character for that long. Some people are really private. Although it does also. say that he didn't join Twitter until 2018, which is about the time that he started to finally like be like, okay, I'll do interviews or whatever. Now I've been, it's been 25 years. It's fine. You know, so we'll see. I don't know how often he's going to tweet, but I'm excited about it. Rest <laughs> under it. Peace. All right. For myself, ringworm. <laughs> uh, I'm Jason. We have Mike and we have Jeremy and The Undertaker. We want to thank you the and Undertaker send you off. Undertaker was not a part of this podcast. He has no endorsement whatsoever to what we're doing. That is accurate. But let's just assume that he loves everything we do. If you have endorsements, you can follow us at Worst Song Pod. You can see who we follow, where every week we select someone new to follow for reasons that are pretty unclear to me and Jason and Jeremy. But it's an eclectic collection of people to follow. You will learn a lot about the life and liberties of this great country and sometimes people beyond this great country you will learn about how much share cares about the environment and you will learn about how much some dude named chris Gaines probably should have spent longer paying attention to social studies so for all those guys named chris Gaines, should have paid attention all right here's our song wwe entrance music are we going to spell it M-O-O-S-I-C? I don't know. <laughs> leave it up to you. took a I took a time management class because I was like gonna do the actual thing I was supposed to do. But you could watch it at double speed. <laughs> so I was like twice as efficient. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I felt good about that.